Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. Let's get started this week, Eric, with um, Julie and Grimes. And I got a a quote, actually, that kind of works a little bit. We had a quote this week on the show that I didn't get to yet, but it's from Sally Poplin. And she said, some couples go over their budgets very carefully every month and others just go over them. I think kind of (laughs) just, it's like they just gloss right over it, right? Yeah. Um, So anyway, that brings me around to Julie's question. And Julie's in Grimes. She says, I'm planning to retire in about six months and I've never had a household budget before. Do I need to start budgeting before I go on a fixed income? Kind of made me think of that because kind of like, have you just kind of been glossing over um, the fact that you might be on a fixed income? Maybe? I'm not sure. Well, I think, you know, when when you're working and you know roughly about how much you're making and, you know, you just, you know, spend and you always have enough. And so when you get to retirement, you know that the paycheck stops. You have to pull the money out. That's in my fixed income. Because if all your money is in a 401k or then goes to an IRA, Technically, you don't have to, from an IRS standpoint, you don't have to pull any money out until you're 72. So let's say you're 62, you got 10 years before you got to pull any money out of that account. So you only want to pull out what you need because it's all taxable. I mean, when you're working, all of your income is 100% taxable, right? Except for money you put in a 401k, that kind of stuff. When you're retired, though, you only pay tax on what you pull out. So you want to pull out what you need. That's why going through a budget is important so you know how much you actually want to spend. Because if you pull out too much, you're paying tax unnecessarily. That that makes sense. So that's why you want to go with a budget to see how much yeah. you actually are going to be spending. So yes, you want to do that, and that's one of the keys that we do in our retirement planning process. The retirement readiness review is we send you out um, a budget. Now it's not to spend all weekend going through all your receipts. You know where did we spend money? All that kind of stuff. That's what it's about. It's about take a look at what you're spending. You know, and take a look at maybe a year's worth of bank statements. That's kind of the easiest way to do it. And then take out any big items. You know, maybe you purchased uh, solar panels. Maybe you put in a new hot water heater, something like that. You know, things that aren't going to appear all the time in retirement. And that's basically what you're spending. And then we build that retirement plan around that. Because, again, in retirement, you have the most control of your taxes than you've had the whole time you're working. So, Julie, yes, having a budget is going to be important because you only want to pull out what you need. That way you lower the amount of tax that you pay. I often joke in my classes and tell people, hey, if you want to pay less taxes tomorrow, just quit your job. Because if you don't have income, guess what? You don't pay taxes. But you want to eat, right? And you want to live. And you want to – yeah, I mean, you have a lifestyle that you need to pay for. And so you got to pay for that with money. And so typically you're going to take withdrawals. So, yes, having a budget is critically important in the retirement planning process to understand what you're spending. We do know that there's going to be one-offs throughout retirement. You know, you get a new car. Something goes wrong, right? you got a, a hurricane that comes through or in our, in our area, a tornado, maybe the, the ratio, something like that, and you have some damage. You need to replace some things. We do know there's some things. Life always is going to throw curveballs at you. And that's why you build up some savings, some safe stuff that you have in the bank, that kind of stuff to deal with that. But you only want to be tax on the income that you're spending. Paying tax on income that you're not spending, you're paying too much. You can't control that while you're working, but you can in retirement. So understand what you're spending is going to be important for retirement. 
Okay. Well, great question, Julie. Thank you so much. Hopefully that helps you out a little bit. Get yourself onto the calendar. Uh, the team is going to reach out to you, but anybody else who's in a similar situation, get on the calendar and get started with your own retirement readiness review, 515-226-1500. All right. Tim in Ames says, uh, it's, a, it's a better better or worse question here. He says, Eric, are ETFs uh, always better than mutual funds since the fees are lower? The way you answer every financial question, Tim, is one word. Depends. <laughs> depends. Now, with this one, I would I would lean more towards, yes, the ETFs um, are better because their fees are lower. Also, exchange-traded funds, you can trade them throughout the day. A mutual fund, you cannot trade that until the end of the day because they have to run, they have to figure out what all the stocks they own are worth, all the bonds and cash and stuff like that to figure out what their net asset value is. In ETF, you can you can trade it at 10 in the morning, you can trade it at 1.30, you can trade it at two, you know, just like a stock, it trades like a stock, which means there's a bid and an ask spread. Now, a little bit of caution there is it because ETFs kind of grew with technology, think about this, let's say this exchange traded fund is what an ETF is, by the way, it owns, let's say, 50 securities in it, okay? So simultaneously, that exchange-traded fund, its computer model has to go out and figure out what the stock price is of those 50 securities, bring it back to determine what the price of the ETF is, okay? That happens in the blink of an eye. I mean, it's, it's computer stuff, right? So right, fast. Right. But in times of high volatility, um, there was a discrepancy a few years ago. It was a lot of trading on a Monday because something happened to China on a Friday. And so there was a 20% discrepancy between what the value of the ETF was saying and what the value wow. of the stocks were. Wow. And so if you sold it, you locked in a 20% loss that wasn't there. You know, technology issues, they've, they've worked on that. So just remember that in extreme volatility, you might want to trade them. But from a um, fee standpoint, yes, ETFs are going to be less. They're typically indexed, so they're just going to track an index. There are some that are actively managed, but more indexed. And also you can you know, go to sectors. So let's say in an exchange-traded fund, you say, hey, I just want exposure to healthcare. I want exposure to technology. Oh, I want wow. exposure okay. to energy. So you can be more strategic that way. But the big thing that I like ETFs over mutual funds is that the actions of others don't impact you. So in a mutual fund, it's a pooled investment. So I put my money in, you put your money in, right? We own, yeah. own shares in the fund. Well, if I own, let's say, 50% of that fund and you own 5% of that fund, if I sell my 50%, does that impact you? Yeah. Absolutely. If we own the same ETF, regardless of how much I have of it, it doesn't impact you. Okay. So that's another thing, though, I like exchange-traded funds over mutual funds. So the answer just depends, but it's leaning more towards yes. Okay. Great question, <laughs> right. though, Tim. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, last one here, we got Mac, and Mac's up towards us. He's a Cedar Rapids, and he says, uh, my son just graduated Eric from college, and his grandmother, my mother, gave him ten grand as a graduation gift and told him to use it for investing. My son asked me what he should do with it, and honestly, I'm not entirely sure. Any thoughts on some ideas to tell him? First thing is write a thank you note or call your grandmother. Actually, write a thank you note. Right, right? there you go. Because nice. your mother probably likes that a lot more. She, I mean, a text is nice, but a text, there's, I told my kids that, you know, it's a low bar. Sure. What you're trying to set is the example that you actually, it was not an interruption in your day, but you had to take some effort, right? To get a card. As to said, write a card. On it, yeah, a card would be great. Get a stamp, put it in the mail. So. That's the first thing. The second thing, Mac, then, if your son is working at all, if he has any kind of income, he could, if you want to invest that, he could invest that in a Roth IRA. Okay, you just have an earned income. So if he made, let's say, $2,000 stacking groceries or something like that over the summer, he could put 2000 of that in an IRA, the Roth IRA. Now, it's going to make it hands-off until he's 59 and a half, right? But if it's money she wants him to save for retirement, 
that would be a great way because then all that earnings over those years, it comes out tax-free. It's one of the only accounts you can get that in. So that's what I'd recommend. And then uh, maybe keep a little bit liquid in um, something that he could, you know, maybe there's a, a stock that he likes, you know, buy what you know. Um, maybe keeps that in an account in case he needs the money for college, you know, sooner. Because if you put it in retirement accounts, it's hard to pull it out for college. You can. There's some exceptions. You can get around the 10% tax liability. But that's what I would say. If he's going to invest, buy some stuff that he knows. You know, either buy, like we talked about in the earlier uh, question, exchange-traded fund in mm-hmm. a sector he likes, like probably technology is what kids are all into. Or if there's a company he likes, Apple Computer, right, or something like that, you know, buy something like that. But buy what you know, buy what you use, kind of common sense. But um, I would look at if he has earned income to put that into a Roth because he's putting the tax uh, – taking the taxes out of the equation and making that money tax-free for the rest of his life. Yeah, he just graduated really cool. from college, so he's probably 23, 24, somewhere in that neighborhood. Yeah. Uh, and, and take grandma on a lunch, man. That's awesome, right? Yeah. Take, take her out for some lunch. But, Eric, these are all things that you – this is all part of the Retirement Readiness Review, whether it's you working with um, – you know, you also have generational clients too, right? So you work with, with uh, folks and their kids. Correct. And so when the you know kids start looking at what we you know help their parents with, and initially when they first you know look at what parents, they always think, oh, this person that's doing this just here to you know sell something like that. And they see the plan we put together, they're like, oh, that's a pretty good plan. And then they come in and meet with us. You know, some of my you know, newest clients are they're the kids of my existing clients. And so you know they typically got to be fifteen over, but as I have you know older clients or kids are getting up there, uh, if they're younger, um, we will do a plan for them. But we'll we'll point out, hey, you know you don't need the the level that we provide for the fees that we charge yet. But here's some ways that you can do that, and low ways you can do that. You know lower the expenses, that kind of stuff. We put together a plan so they can kind of see you know what retirement's going to look like. So yeah, multi generational, we can help. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.